shall it be in Jesus name good evening everybody say good evening to your neighbor with a smile how was your day ask them how was the day been okay so um, today we are in part two of Wisdom, a series of the book of Proverbs. Wisdom. If you missed last week, please get the message um, online um, for free. Or you can pick up a CD after the service today. So we are in Proverbs chapter 2. But to open up um, the teaching, we will revisit our assignment from last week. So, um, how many of us did the assignment from last week? Let me see your hands. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to ask them, the assignment was do um, a form of research of the proverbs from where you are from, as in your um, native dialect. And um, so we're going to, um, let me see those hands again. So, so we're going to start from um, anywhere, give anyone the mic, and you tell us the language, and you give us um, one of the ten that you have. Okay. Um, good evening, everyone. Good evening. It's Igara language from Edo North. And it says. You can't even say it. <laughs> it says what? Avutare jiporo oizwa vopi revu. And it means that no matter. How long is this literal translation now before I give the... Um... Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay, it says, no matter how hard the lizard jumps, it can never be the mate of the frog. But the other translation says, no matter the situation, the leader remains the leader. Huh. Okay. No matter how hard the lizard jumps, Cannot be the mate of the frog. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I learned plenty. Okay. <laughs> but I'll say one. Okay. Okay. Yes. What language is that? Yoruba. Okay. okay. Yes. Another one. What does it Fischer? mean? Ah, what does it mean? Pastor, I'm ready. <laughs> what does it mean? The one it you means told. that yeah. the literal meaning first before the yeah. full meaning is um, half of a message should be given to you. By the time it gets to your belly, it should become a whole message. Right. So, and it means that I don't need to tell you everything. I just need to speak to you in codes. You know, if you are a responsible child, if you have been well-trained, you would take that half message and make it a full message for yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Good evening, Pastor. Good, Good evening. evening, Church. Okay, so the one I saw is pretty simple. Right. It's also in Romans. One. Oh no, I wrote ten. Actually, okay, 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 okay. One, the one okay. I want to give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also in Romans five thirteen. Oh wow. And it says, "Ilutio no fio leche." Right. You know, and it's just it just basically means that um, a country where there's no law, then there's no sin. There's no sin. What language is that? Yoruba. Yoruba. Okay. 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 <laughs> Okay. Um, this time. Okay. Okay. Good evening, Pastor. Good evening. Good evening, Church. Okay. I'm um, saying this one is Igbo language. Can you wave? Okay. No, no, no. The person speaking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. This is Igbo language. Yeah. It says, "Aka mantiano ebuisi ebukotaya nanti." The literal translation is. When you speak and the ear didn't hear, when they are cutting off the head, they will cut off the ear. Then it means you will suffer the consequences of not listening. Hmm. So when they are talking, you open your ears. How many ears do you have? <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, there's another hand there. Then one in front, yes. Beredeke Jamadiki. What language is that? Igbo. Igbo. Mberedeke jamadike. Right. Kama mberede kadike gawokwa. So basically, it means that um, tough times. That uh, a tough time. A tough times deals with a man, but it's during tough times that we know who the man. The man is. Ibitole Latin bokuri. You don't know what that's the translation. <laughs> but I understood. What you have said. Yes, sir. Um, there's the hand right in front. Yes. Okay, I have a mic. Can I go? Lamide, here. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, mine is um, Yoruba and it says Ileobatojo Ewalobuku. And literally it says uh, when, when the king's house is raised down by fire, eventually when it is rebuilt, it is more beautiful than what was there. And so, if I'm going to spiritualize it, I'm going to say God brings beauty out of ashes. ashes. Amen. So, so when you go through a trial, don't worry, you are coming out beautiful. Okay, um, I don't know how many more we can take. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, the, um, it says in Yoruba, Bi abaso kusi oja, ara, ara ileni, what it means is that he who throws a stone in, in the market will, will hit his relatives. His family so, member. His family member. So it means be careful what you, what you do unto others because you may be doing it to someone close to you. Absolutely. Okay. So we take um, three more. One, two, Okay, three, four. Four more. Don't worry, if you have time at the end, we'll take more. Yeah. Good evening, Pastor. Good evening. 29 is in a dose state. Okay. From Ishan. Okay. On Wabagbe, Olele Saboli. That is, um, enemy at home, they cannot harm you. Hmm. Enemy outside will not. Okay. 
Thank you. So if the enemy within does not kill you, the enemy without cannot kill you. Many times we are worried about the enemies outside, but check the people around you. If the ones within cannot, does not kill you, maybe they love you and they protect you, the ones outside have no chance, you know. So that's why you should take care of your inner circle. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, I'm not sure I can read it out in my language. <laughs> so okay. I'd rather just give the English translation. Try, but try, I struggle try. with my language sometimes. Try, try, try. Okay. What um, language is that? Equerry. Equerry. Okay. Try. Abishi ba wata omulako. I'm speaking it in Igbo, really, because I really can't speak it in my language. It means when an ant stings a child, it learns to be cautious before sitting down. Mm. You just don't sit down anywhere. Uh, if you sit down anywhere, something can bite you. Thank you. <laughs> two more, right? One and two, yes. Go ahead. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, this is in Yoruba. It says, so literally it means what the bird eats is what it will use to fly. But interpreting it means you are as far as what you know. Right. Okay, one more. Then don't worry, maybe next week we'll take some more. I mean, it's, it's even very refreshing hearing all the languages and, and the different proverbs. Some of us will receive the word from God already. <laughs> You know where to sit and where not to sit. Yeah. Um, this one is from the Asian language. I um, So basically, it means you don't start licking salt simply because you are wealthy. So you don't eat all your, all your profits today because you're you don't wealthy. start making salt. You don't start licking salt simply licking because, you are, salt. Yeah, because okay. you are wealthy. Right, absolutely. Because you are wealthy, you have plenty of salt. Doesn't mean you just sit down and start licking salt. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you do that, then we know that something is wrong. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, I know a lot of you have more, and we'll probably, if we have time at the end of today's teaching, um, otherwise, we'll start next week. There's no tribe next week. We'll start the upper week tribe with, um, with this. Just keep it, write it down, and we'll revisit it. So, wisdom. The, the, the question is, where is wisdom from? As we're going to see in part three, that there are different sources of wisdom. But today, we are looking at the main source of wisdom, the purest form, source of wisdom, the most versatile form of source of wisdom, and the most authentic source of wisdom, and that is God. The source of wisdom is God. God is the source of wisdom. God is the source of wisdom. James 1.5 says that if you need wisdom, 
ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. If you need wisdom, you, you ask who? God. Some of us, we have a wisdom problem. And in fact, like we said last week, many times when we think we have a money problem, we really don't have a money problem. We have a wisdom problem. If you think you have a relationship problem, you really don't have a relationship problem. You have a wisdom problem. If you think you have an academic problem, you really don't have an academic problem. You have a wisdom problem. Parenting problem? No. It's a wisdom problem. And God says that if we lack wisdom, we should do what? We should ask God. Jeremiah 33, verse 3, says to us, Ask me, and I will tell you remarkable secrets you do not know about. You do not know about things to come. Ask me. God says, ask, ask, and he will tell you. Ask. So, you're in a situation, ask God for wisdom. Father, I ask you for wisdom. I open my mind to your wisdom. And God will flood your life with wisdom in Jesus' name. So, when, <laughs> in researching and, and studying, you know, I, I usually will read very wide before, you know, distilling things into, I mean, a sermon. And, you know, one of the writers was like, wisdom can be from um, ancients. And, and he listed a lot of ancients. You know, he listed Confucius, Confucius, uh, Buddha, he listed Krishna, he listed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he listed Mohammed, he listed uh, some other guys. You know. And when I saw Jesus in the midst of them, I said, Tofiaka. <laughs> that's, that's it, I reject that or something. Okay, you know, because Jesus is not just wise. Jesus is the wisdom of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Human beings, all these people listed, they are human beings. They can be wise. I'm not saying they are not wise. And I'm not saying they are wise either. But Jesus cannot be put in the category of wise people. Jesus himself is the wisdom of God personified. 1 Corinthians 1.24 says, but to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Is the power of God and the wisdom. He is the wisdom of God. Colossians 2, 2 to 3. Colossians 2, 2 to 3 says, I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. 
In him, in Christ, lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In him lies hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So God is the authentic source of wisdom. For us, Christ is the embodiment of God's wisdom. Is the wisdom of God personified. And there are different channels through which wisdom can be accessed. There are different channels of wisdom. There are different ways that is by which you can interact and engage and download wisdom. The first way is by inspiration. I will say inspiration. Inspiration or revelation. Isaiah 30, 21. Isaiah 30, 21 says, your, ear, your own ears will hear him. In the name of Jesus, your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. You see, wisdom is knowing the way to go, really. It's, it's being able to apply knowledge. It's being able to make decisions that are right and are accurate consistently. And God is saying, you, you will hear a voice be, behind you. You will hear, you'll, be, you'll get an inspiration. You will get direction. So, so it's from God, it's the, the first channel of delivery is by inspiration. So you have to learn to stir up God's wisdom by inspiration. And we have to consistently be dependent on God because The moment we don't, we, we, we do not become wise. We have to wait for his inspiration. We have to depend on his revelation. You know, last week we, we, did, we made a statement and we said that um, wise people get everything they ask for, right? Did we say that? You know, and you know, it raised a lot of dust, both here on social media. You know, people are like, Oh, how can you say that? How can you say wise people get um, everything that they want? That, you know, someone says that uh, the Bible to the wise, you know, but um, time and chance, um, Ecclesiastes says, um, Romans says it differently, you know. And yet someone else said to me that, um, what about Moses? Moses was a wise man, but he didn't make it to the promised land. He didn't get all he wants, you know? And, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> Moses was a wise man. But when he smote the rock, it was a foolish decision. And that foolish decision cost him. So the moment we stop relying on God's inspiration, 
you can't be wise, but you're going to get into trouble. You can be a wise person, but you're going to make a foolish decision. So the day the wise think it is his own wisdom that is getting him bread, he will learn that his wisdom is foolishness. Praise the name of the Lord. So yet the bread is not to the wise. But the wise will get what they want because they know what not to ask for. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two is instruction. Instruction. Wisdom comes by instruction. Proverbs 4, 1, 3, and 4. It says, my children, listen when your father instructs you or corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment. It says, for I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. It says, my father taught me. Take my words to heart. Follow my commands and you will live. So he's saying, if you want to be wise, you take instruction. You take instruction. That is observation from observation and experience. That is contemplation from observation and experience. Contemplation. Taking what has happened and actually sitting down and thinking, why did I behave like this? Why did I respond like this? Why did I make this mistake? Why did this person make this mistake? What can I learn from it? And actually distilling wisdom out of it. The problem with a lot of us, particularly at this time, is that life is going too fast. Boom, 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 boom. You want to keep up with every post on social media. You are checking everybody's status. You want to find out what's going on here, what's going on there, what's going on on Facebook, what's going on. Then work is there. You have to work. You have to get your family. Before you know it, it's another day, another day. Boom, 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 boom. You have no time to think. You have no time to stop. You have no time to contemplate. No wonder a lot of people are not wise. Because they repeat the same things. A wise man can make a mistake. But it's difficult for a wise man to make a mistake twice. The same mistake. It's very difficult. You can hurt a wise man, but it's not likely that you will hurt him twice. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Jesus came as a lamb of God that was slain. When he's coming back, he's coming as a lion. You're not going to crucify him the second time. Proverbs 6, 4 to 6, 4 and 6. It, it, it says, don't put it off. Uh, is it Proverbs 6? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 4, 4 and 6. Don't rest until you do. Things are happening around you. You are putting them off. Instructions are coming. You are not getting it. You are not, you are not staying until you, you understand the mysteries of your own life. He says, don't rest until you do. Take a lesson from the ant, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and be wise. What is he saying? You walk past the ant every day. Why don't you stop and look at them? And see what they are doing. 
and observe and contemplate and learn. And the ant is so tiny, and God wants us to pay attention to them so that we can learn. How much more the big things in our lives that we're not paying attention to? You, you walk up, you stumble at a place, you almost fell, but you got up. Oh, thank God I did not fall. And you, keep, you kept walking. But you are coming back the following day, and you are going to face the same thing. What are you going to do? Some people will still stumble and say, ah, God has done it again. And they keep making the same mistakes. And they say, oh, God delivered me. He delivered me the first time, the second time, third time. Everyone is saying, you are very foolish. You should have removed the things that, are there, that is on the road that is making you to stumble. Contemplation. Everybody say contemplation. There are many, by the grace of God, there are many things that I've accessed in God by contemplating. Just by contemplating. Just sit down and I'll take a matter and I'm like, what's going on here? And like that scripture said, if you put it up again, don't put it off. Do it now. Don't rest until you do. Don't back down. The challenge is sometimes we're mentally lazy. We don't want to churn things around. We don't want to grind things out. We just want to pull them off. No. The why is, is contemplative. The fourth channel is books. It's books. Channel of wisdom, books. In most fields, concerning most areas of our lives, the things that you are facing today, somebody else has faced it, has solved it, and has written it down. You have a choice. You can learn everything by experience, or you can learn from somebody else. Daniel 9, 2. Daniel said, during the first year of his reign, of the king's reign, I, Daniel, I learned from, I understood by books. I meant to put the NRSV, um, the KJV version there, rather. I I, I understood, but I read the word of God. It says the NLT. But the, the, the KJV says, and, and I like how I put it. It says, I understood by books. That means you take it off the screen because it's not relevant. Eh? CMM. Take the text. Uh-huh. <laughs> pressing different buttons there. Now, Daniel said, I understood by books. Daniel was a man of books. Saul was a man of books. Paul, Apostle Paul, Jesus was a man of books. Did you know that? If you want to be wise, you have to be a person of books. You have to be a person of books. There are things that have been written. You have to be a person of books. The fifth channel of wisdom that we'll talk about today is impartation. Impartation. 
Because wisdom is a spirit. There's a spirit nature, a spiritual nature to wisdom. Isaiah 11, 2. There's a spiritual nature to, to wisdom. The word of God says, and the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. There's a spirit of wisdom, which means it, it, it's a spirit. It's a breath of God. It is, it is intangible, but it is present. It can guide. It can accompany. It can assist. It can empower. It's a spirit. And in Deuteronomy 34, verse 9, Deuteronomy 34, verse 9, it says, Now Joshua, son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him. So which means you can contact the spirit of wisdom on, on your father's life by your father laying his hands on you. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, I can tell you that from, ex I mean, by experience. I, I, I have been filled several times with the spirit of wisdom, but my father laid hands on me. A spiritual father laid hands on me. Several times. Several times. Even before he died, I went to see him in, in London. It was, you know, I didn't know he was going to pass on. And after it says, kneel down for me, kneel down. Kia, I knelt down. <laughs> Lay hands on me. I mean, and in a week and a half, he passed on. You can get access. He, your spiritual father can, can go through things to, to acquire that level of wisdom, but he can impart it upon you in one day. But guess what? You have to be deserving. Otherwise, the spirit will just go away. <laughs> it will not, you will not be able to retain it. Why? Because I wasn't the, obviously the only one is a laid hands on. You know? So you can by impartation. Okay. So let's get into Proverbs 2. Let's get into Proverbs 2. When, the question is, when will you get wisdom? When will you get wisdom? Let's look at 5 to, to 11. Proverbs 2. It says, then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord. And you will gain wisdom and knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. You know, God gives common sense. That's why you have to pray. You have to ask God for wisdom. Because sometimes... Some people just don't have common sense. You know, common sense, you think, they say common sense is not common. But common sense is, you should, this is common sense. One plus one is two. Get it done. And they say one plus one, I'm still looking at it. It is two. 
Praise the Lord. He's a shield to those who walk in integrity. He guards the path of the just and protects those that are faithful to him. Then you will understand. Then you will understand what is right. When will you understand what is right, just and fair? And you will find the right way. For wisdom will enter your heart. When? Knowledge will fill you with joy. When? Wise choices will watch over you. When? Understanding will keep you safe. When? When? Proverbs 2.1 My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Understanding will fill you up when you treasure God's word. When God's word is not just an advice. You just want to hear what God has to say, like they did for Jeremiah. They came to meet Jeremiah. They said, tell us what God has to say. Oh, we are going to obey. Oh, we want to obey. Jeremiah went to meet God. God says, listen, they don't want to hear what I have to say. They just want to, it's not that they, it's not that they want to obey me. They just want to consider me as an option. But God said to Jeremiah, tell them this is what I've said. And you will see that they will not do what I've told them to do. And God told them, this is what, Jeremiah told them, this is what God has said. And they said, okay, they have heard. And they went to do something else. Foolishness. So, when will I, will you be filled with wisdom? When will you get wise? When will you actually become counted among the wise? When you treasure God's word. When you treasure instruction. That's number one. When? Number two. When? When? Proverbs 2 2. Tell us. When? When will you be wise? When you tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Concentrate on understanding. Tune your ears to wisdom. So your your ears, your, your ear is like a radio. You know, you know the, when we talk about hearing from God, you know, that radio illustration. Do you remember that? Okay, some of you don't because you are new. You know, you you can tune your radio to different frequencies. Sometimes you can tune your radio to a channel. A sports channel. Then you can tune it to a news channel. Then you can tune it to music channel. So God is saying you will get wise when you tune your ears to wisdom. When will you get wise? Number three, Proverbs chapter 2 verse 3. Number one, when you treasure up. Number two, when you tune your ears. Number three, when you cry out for insight and ask for understanding. When you actually cry out for insight and, and ask for understanding, that means you admit you don't know. Ask God, is, does anyone Lack wisdom. Let them ask. Let them not just ask. Let them cry out. Proverbs says. Out, what's the difference between a child 
that is asking for bread and a child that is crying out for bread. Big difference. A child that is asking for bread is probably full, maybe, but just needs bread to snack. You know, I, I'm feeling peckish, some children say. A child that says I've finished peckish has chopped belefu, you know, for you to be feeling peckish. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. Praise God for that. But that child is not hungry. But a child that is really hungry <laughs> cries out for bread. So God is saying, you be wise when you cry out. When you cry out for insight. When will you get wise? Number four, Proverbs 2, 4. When you search for them as you would for silver and seek them like hidden treasures. Wow. So it's not going to be a casual experience. It's not going to be a casual seeking. How do you search for silver? It's not going to be like how you look for stones. Stones are everywhere on the surface. So you can even kick stones as you go home. But not silver. If you see silver on your way home, <laughs> and you, you won't kick it, I'm sure. But to get silver, you have to mine it. You have to mine it. So when will you get wise? Number one, when you what? Number two, when you... Number three, when you... Number four, when you... And seek for them like hidden treasures. You have a question before we go to the next part of um, Proverbs chapter 2. The first part of Proverbs chapter 2 just tells us this is how you need to be positioned to get wisdom. The second part talks about the benefits of wisdom. So a few benefits of wisdom. Three we see here. Number one, Proverbs 2.12. Proverbs 2.12. Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. Wisdom will what? Thank you. Save you from evil people. The, the, the problem with a lot of us is that we are surrounded by evil people. With people with twisted words. Wisdom. The be benefit of wisdom. If you have wisdom, it will save you from evil people. They are, 
husbands that the challenge they have, their wives, good woman, but the woman has bad friends that are giving her foolish advice. It could even be her relatives. But as long as she is not surrounded with the right people, she's always giving him problems. So, if she gets wise, wisdom will what? Will save her from evil people. Same thing. Some men, the challenge they have is they have bad friends. It's just the friends. Oh, we have been friends together since 1912. <laughs> but look, they are not going where you are going. And when, I mean, a lot of women have heartaches because their husbands are moving with the wrong people. And guess what? If you keep moving with the wrong people, you, you will begin to do what they are doing. But when you become wise, wisdom will do what? Save you from evil people. It will protect you from evil people. One of the challenges my earthly father had was that, <laughs> you know, he was, he just had some friends that, you know, were not a serious bunch, as in that he hung out with. Big problem. He was, ah, then we were together in Aquinas College. Oh, we were together, you know, we went to Aquinas College. Oh, we were together in, in this and that. But these guys, they are no good. Let him go. He had a PhD. I don't know what those guys do, but they just drink. So when they see him, they just say, oh, Dido, Dido. It will be feeling cool. Local champion. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm learning from my father. <laughs> I'm not abusing him. I'm just saying it as it is. That's what it is. You can't hang out with chickens and accept, expect rather to soar like eagles. You can't. If you hang out with chickens long enough, you begin to behave like a chicken. You have to be loyal to your destiny than any other relationship. If a group of people or someone is not going where you are, I say to folks, I have the gift of goodbyes. I will, and I will move on. I kiss you and move on. <laughs> There's no hard feelings. You, you just don't have the capacity. Just move on. Easily. And you have to learn to do that. And that's what wisdom does for you. Wisdom will protect you from the wrong crowd. Number one. Number two. And this is also very serious. Proverbs 2, 16 to 19. It says, wisdom will save you from the immoral woman. 
Now, this is, if you're a woman here, you can put the immoral man. But, in fact, in this time and age, whether you're a man or a woman, you can put the immoral man or woman. Because some women are going after women, and some men are going after men. That's the reality of the days we are in. Praise the name of the Lord. It's a reality. So you have some women, they don't have men issues, but they have women issues. Wisdom will protect you from it. It will save you from the immoral person. From the seductive words of the promiscuous person. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering a house leads to death. It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the path of life. Wisdom will protect you. I can give you different examples. You see, when you say from the immoral woman and she has left her husband's house, you know, I think, <clears throat> I think single ladies take a lot of flack for, for um, when they talk about, oh, sexual promiscuity. People are always looking at single ladies. I tell you as a fact, more married women are guilty. In fact, as your pastor, the people I've had to run from have not been single ladies. They have been married people. People, not one, not two, not three, not four. I kid you not. But wisdom has protected me. <laughs> Let me give you a simple example of how wisdom protects you. A classic for me, if you come to my office, you've come to see me, my door is always open. My colleagues have a standing order. If anybody shuts my door, just open it. So if you shut my door, you just see it to be open. Or somebody will just open it. So a lady came, sat down, you know, everything, you know. So I said, okay, let me get anointing oil from this shelf beside me. I stretched forth, get anointing oil, because she says she needs to be anointed. No problem. So I said, I brought the anointing oil, the zip, everything is down. <laughs> Married woman. Oh, my door is opened. Wisdom will protect you. So I say, ah, madam, my door is open, though. Except we are in somewhere else. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> so, praise the Lord. So she says, okay, zipped up and everything. Still pray for me. I sprinkled the anointing <laughs> <laughs> After all, the Reverend Fathers, they do that thing. <laughs> Let me become a Reverend Father today. 
I'm not laying my hands on you. <laughs> I can't tell you the best stories, but there's, there's no point. Let me go on. <laughs> you want to hear the stories? <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Number three, Proverbs 2. <clears throat> so when people see, uh, when a married, a married man and is with his wife, the wife is always looking at single women and eyeing them. You don't know anything. The ones you have drawn close that are married women, they are the ones that are high danger. It's in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. Proverbs 2, 20 to 22. Number three, follow the steps of the good and stay on the path of the righteous. For only the godly will live and those with integrity will remain, but the wicked will be removed from the land and the treasures will be uprooted. So he's saying wisdom will keep you in the right path. Praise the name of the Lord. Do we have any questions? That's it. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you. Oh.